Dear customers, welcome to SAP Concurs Tips and Tricks podcast series. My name is Milena Kiranjiska. I head the customer success team over here in Concur in the UK. Hopefully, you will be walking away from this podcast with new knowledge that you can take back to your organization. So, in the next 10 minutes, I will be covering tips um, on various features, functionalities that will be aligned with the theme of how organizations can increase their efficiencies and their performance by using the tools they have in place. We have all heard that majority of IT projects happen to fail. And number one reason is organizations happen to underestimate the change management process. We at ACP Concur, we have a change management activities guide, and you also have a dedicated client success manager that will take you on that journey. We often work with organizations that are about to roll out Concur across their organization, or maybe have had Concur, and now they're about to take Concur in another market. It is always going to be uh, an element of change management. And what's going to make this project a success is your user adoption. So when we talk about a change management guide, we talk a lot about how do you communicate to your users? How this new tool that you just took in place might impact your engineers in the field, your salespeople, your finance people, anyone in your company that might need to interact with this application. So part of that is take into consideration how that might impact them so that you can adapt and adjust the communication, but also your training approach. We will be here to provide you not only with training videos or guides, but but literally email templates and ways you can actually promote this change that's happening inside the organization. Often when customers go from a manual process to an automated process, it will take some time for people to get used to it, uh, but... Um, Highly likely, the more attuned you are to how your end users react, the success will come. So our next tip will be very much around something that um, people actually love using, and that's our mobiles. If we talk about increasing efficiencies around your organization, one of the best things to do is to enable your employees to do part of their job on the go. Nowadays, We blur the lines between maybe our work life and our private life, uh, particularly when it comes to how we are used to interact with technology. We have information at the tips of our fingers. We are also used to getting things right now, right here, when I need them, because I might as well open an app on my phone and get what I need. Ideally, that's how I will be doing part of my work as well, especially especially when it comes to processes such as travel booking, expenses, supplier invoices. So make sure that you actually, as an administrator especially, have a look at the admin toolkit promotional guides. Part of that will be a section purely dedicated on how to promote mobile usage. This guide will actually showcase different mobile features per mobile device. It will actually have a why should I go mobile data sheet. It will again have email templates, even like a little signatures that you can use to make sure that people always remember that, wait a minute, I don't need to log in on my laptop in order to 
create an expense report or to approve a supplier invoice, I can use my mobile. So make sure that promoting using your mobile app will actually lead to increased efficiencies around the business. While we are on the top of mobile app promotion, there is another tip I want to share. Make it targeted. Now, what, what do I mean by make it targeted? Well, do not stop. It's not just uh, to, to promote and to use the guide at the beginning when you just rolled out a technology and, um, and now you're like sending all of these emails and having in-house meetings or Zoom meetings talking about um, the new tool and training people on how to use it. After a while, run a few reports in your reporting tool. There are a few interesting uh, reports that actually will guide your attention to where it needs. Maybe certain bottlenecks, maybe above average spenders. So I'll give you a few tips around that. There is a report called Missing Receipt Audit Report. Have a look at employees who are submitting expense reports without attaching receipts. Maybe it's, it's difficult for them to collect all the paper, come back to the office, scan it. You don't need to. You have your mobile app. You can just take a photo of your receipt and the expense it app will actually create a line item for you. Another report you want to look at will be top 10 spenders. Then another one you might want to look at are the top 10 longest to approve for both expense and supplier invoice. Why are certain uh, approvers taking longer than necessary? Yeah, we all know we are quite busy, but sometimes approvers or the, the more senior some of the leaders are, the least they actually bother using some of the apps on their phones. So remind them it might make their job easier and will bring further efficiencies, particularly for finance when it comes to approving invoices for payment. Now that we touched on reporting, I wanted uh, to actually cover the basics when it comes to the reporting tool. One of the most basic yet most important report that you should be looking at and running is your monthly usage report. The way the uh, Conquer billing is based on is the number of expense or invoice submissions a month. And if you navigate to your reporting tool, there is a folder called administration folder and there is a report called build transaction reconciliation report. How many submissions you have per month or per quarter will impact the bill you receive from Concur. So track it regularly so that you know what's happening. Sometimes there are some little common mistakes that, that people do, such as end users might be using their mobile, might be creating a line item from their receipt and they click submit. That's not necessary. It's not necessary for you to submit a claim that's for eight pounds breakfast. You might want to submit your, your entire expense reports in the middle of the month, at the end of the month, at the end of a business trip. So you might want to keep your eye on that. And while we are talking about that kind of detail, my next tip will be about go deeper. There is another report in the same administration folder, and that's called Build Transaction Reconciliation Details Report. Now, the reason why I'm talking about uh, this report, not only about the fact that this report will actually list every single expense claim submitted this month, last month, this quarter, or last quarter, with the employee, with the amount of that report, expense report, but there is another very important thing I want you to know about deleting expense claims. Now, 
Sometimes your manager or, or the processor, the finance processor, might be rejecting your claim for some reason. They cannot reject a claim without putting a comment there. So when you receive a, a, a claim that has been sent back to you, you will receive it with a comment. My ultimate advice to you is, please do not delete an expense report that has been sent back or rejected. Correct what needs correcting and resubmit it again. That still counts as one submission because the system will be looking at the claim ID. I've seen some of my customers making a mistake there. Their end users will receive a rejection. They delete the entire expense report. They recreate it all over from the beginning, spending more time, spending more energy on it. And on top of everything, the second one will indeed count as a second submission on top of your monthly volume. So make sure you remind your employees, one, please do not submit expense report that only has one line item, particular, particularly if it's not a big ticket item. And two, do not um, delete rejected claims. Make the correction, resubmit it again. That same claim can go back and forth many times. It's still going to be one, um, going to be counted as one submission towards your monthly bill. The next very um, useful report that ties directly to your operational efficiency is a report that looks at the um, workflow um, cycle, approval workflow. So there are a couple of reports, actually a few reports in the reporting tool called workflow cycle times. You can look at the overall state of how your uh, approver, uh, ap approval workflow works from the moment an invoice or a claim is submitted, then approved, then maybe another approver, then a processor to payment. You could narrow it down to maybe workflow cycle times by manager, workflow cycle times by processor. You will find interesting things, particularly on the supplier invoice side. Often, finance gets the blame for late payments, but one of our customers, actually a non-profit organization in the north of England, they needed to use an automated supplier invoice tool. They needed to use a reporting tool to actually see that all the delays were typically happening before the invoice hit finance. It was the approvers that were bottlenecks in that supplier invoice payment process. Um, so interesting things you can find by, by running the workflow cycle times report. Um, some, some approvers will take a long time and it might, might impact employee reimbursement, especially if it's out of pocket or settling your credit card provider. Now, uh, another one talking about approvers, uh, I already mentioned this report, but I wanted to bring the, your attention again to it. There will be a report there is a report called um, Top 10 Longest to Approve. Run this report. It will rank your approvers and the employees that have been submitting claims for these approvers and how long it takes them. Not only you can then shift the focus to where it might, a bottleneck might lie, maybe, maybe you could further educate your users. Maybe also... These kind of reports can help you justify the investment in your new technology. When you improve a process, when the, when the same process happens faster, that's part of the ROI of your investment in a new technology. The next three uh, tip I wanted to talk to you about was about um, splitting expense reports, or i.e. an expense claim. So as an employee, 
I will build my expense claim, submit it maybe at the end of the month or uh, at the end of my um, travel, business travel. And, um, and highly likely, I probably have like 20, 30 line items. It might be two, three thousand pounds of an acclaim. Could be big, could be small. However, the point is I do want to get reimbursed. And this claim will be going through multiple um, approval steps. My manager, a processor, or maybe another manager. One of the good things is that if only one item is wrong in this claim, if one item needs removing or correcting, my manager or, my, or, or our finance processor, they can split the claim. They can reject only that one line item, approve the rest of it, and I'll get paid. This feature needs to be turned on. So there you go, a little tip for you. If you want to be able to split your expense reports during approval, you might want to activate that feature in your um, expense platform. Your administrators will be able to have access to that. Now, just one disclaimer at the end of that, that rejected line item will then create another expense report for you or expense claim. And my last tip over here will be around... Um, Warning flags, soft stop versus hard stop. We all have in our um, expense policy uh, certain rules that are not to be crossed, certain expense limits that are not to be crossed. And therefore, I might be just faced with a red flag and whatever I do, I can't submit my expense report. So, for example, it could be that you do have a red warning flag. If I am trying to submit an expense report that contains a hotel bill and that hotel bill isn't itemized, most of my customers will actually have a rule that every hotel expense has to be itemized per night and per expense, particularly for VAT purposes. But then on the other hand, we could have a yellow warning flag for a certain expense limit, maybe. So... Typically, maybe for breakfast, you might allow me 10 pounds. And then you want to warn, show a yellow warning flag for me as a user that, well, this is above the reasonable amount if I submit something for 17 pounds. But I can add a comment and I can still submit the expense report. So my last tip around your efficiency, um, especially around this kind of processes, is when you think of your travel and expense policy, Think of it from the end user perspective. How will they interact with a certain flag, with a certain message? How long will it take them to, um, to take a corrective action? At the end of the day, the compliance controls and the policies exist to, of course, protect the organization as well. And ultimately, hopefully, not spend unnecessarily pennies. So that's it from me today. Hopefully you did learn something new. Hopefully you found this interesting uh, and uh, we will definitely see each other again. We will be sharing more tips and tricks on making the most of your ACP Conquer platform. Um, and in the meantime, thank you and take care. Mm -hmm.